0: of Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Tour. And they are the best. They've been in business for about 30 years, look after people, not just occasionally, but customers who keep coming back to them, and they keep coming back to Phil Hoffman because the service is so good. Just forgetting the football for a moment or so, here he is, the man himself, uh, the bl- big bloke who, who should have been playing full forward in that uh, game <laughs> against Fusscray. Phil Hoffman. G'day, Phil.
1: Good afternoon, Tony. Uh, Tony, yeah, I heard the conversations with Cornsy yesterday and you're oh, right. It was uh, fantastic. Oh, uh, very motiva- very motivational, wasn't it? You know, on every aspect, you know, with uh, people getting older but still wanting to do things and uh, her mother doing the uh, marathon and taking seven hours and someone else taking 24. I thought it was fantastic.
0: I thought the thing was uh, that was compelling, a bit like Dulcie and other people that I've spoken to, the family history during yeah. the days of the Second World War and Absolutely. when they Came to Australia, they were uh, kind of castigated and outcast because the grandfather had been a, a pilot in the Luftwaffe, the Nazi Luftwaffe. So they copped a lot of backlash. I mean, what a what a horrific start to uh, to their uh, migration to Australia.
1: Absolutely, Tony. No, it was it was it was very good, Tony. We're getting excited because um, we think we will be flying internationally by Christmas. Yeah. Uh, all the signs are going well. Gladys is really leading the team at the moment and I just love reading her comments and I think, you know, if she leads it through, we're going to get there. We just need all the other states to make sure their vaccination rates are up but uh, good signs at the moment, and the airlines are getting confident that they, you know, maybe uh, international by Christmas. You know, early just in the last third week of Christmas uh, of uh, December, so it's looking good, Tony.
0: And Barry's but, you know, uh, Barry's got a text, uh, nice and early. Good on you, Barry. Thank you for that. Uh, Phil, uh, confident that international travel will be back. We love the uh, love the sound of that. Uh, I think the question has been put to you before. I think it might have been even last week, Phil. Uh, Barry's uh, query is: Will prices, because of the demand, and it'll be overwhelming? Will prices be through the roof for international travel? No,
1: we're, Tony, we're not seeing it at the moment. You know, we're, uh, looking into next year with the fares, we're not seeing it over the top. It's not saying that it won't be, you know, here uh, uh, at Christmas because people all want to get going. Um, and always Christmas, you know, December is, is a busy time on a normal year. Um, so fares do go up at that time of the year. But, no, I think it will settle down. But certainly, uh, Tony, until we get the full capacity back, there could be a price increase. But we're not seeing that at the domestic at the moment. In domestic, we're seeing some really great prices by Qantas and Virgin trying to get people back in the air. And, um, you know, the sad part is that, Tony, if you look at the map of Australia, South Australians can go to WA, Northern Territory, Queensland and South Australia, and yet they're not going. That they're a bit gun-shy. Yeah. And so we've got great fares. We've got direct flights now to Hobart and Launceston, great flights, uh, direct flights to um, Darwin, direct flights to Cairns out of Adelaide. So convenience-wise, Tony, it's all there. We've just got to get people up and confident of travelling and not being locked out of the state. So that's the big mover at the moment. But I think as we open the borders, but certainly we open the domestic borders, there'll be a lot more confidence coming back into the marketplace and people should be able to get
0: away the holidays and reunite with their families wherever they are. Oh, we're well, looking forward to that. You got a question about travel. The man to answer them is here right now, Phil Hoffman. Christine sends us an email on air at 5aa.com.au. Phil, she says, when international travel resumes, fingers crossed, as you say, it's, uh, it's by Christmas time. Will there be places available on some of those wonderful European river cruises that I've heard you raving about in weeks gone by?
1: Yeah, they don't do the Christmas stuff, Tony. There's a couple do. You know, they have the Christmas markets and all that. Yeah. Uh, so probably generally you could get on some of the Christmas cruises, but the the real season for European river cruises, which I think is one of the great ways of yeah. seeing uh, Europe, is to go between April and uh, October, Tony. That's the best time. But we do have uh, river cruises going at Christmas and uh, New Year. But as I said, they're limited space and also I think they're probably uh, booked out by now. But look, uh, tell them to come and inquire, Tony. Ring us up and we'll certainly see what is available. But as I said, we're still nervous about uh, getting the flights, but uh, we've got to ha- we've got to be confident about it for the future.
0: You've got a question about travel. Ring us right now, double fill Phil, um, you're saying that um, if you want to get onto the GAN, and so many people do, oh. it's a case of uh, pull your finger out and do it as soon as you can. And,
1: and Tony, we've still got... You know, a departures for the third, the tenth, and the seventeenth, and the twenty-fourth. So four departures in October, where you can go up and back in seven days, six da- uh, seven days, yeah. six nights. One night in Darwin, but it's a beautiful way of seeing a lot of Central Australia, the Northern Territory. A free day up in Northern Territory, in sorry, in Darwin, and come back. And price-wise, Tony, it is fantastic. Four thousand six hundred thirty for a person to go up and back in gold class. Um, and it's a saving of something like nearly $2,500 per person to do it. So we've got four departures in October, and then that's the end of the season for the GAM. But next year, Tony, um, we've got some special departures where we've kept some allocations for people going up to Darwin on the 24th of August. And the 18th of September, yeah. that's in gold class from 2,475. And coming back, which is the one that I love because you do a lot more stopovers, right. four days, three nights, 14th of September and the 19th of October, we're talking 22. Outside of that, Tony, we cannot get you onto the GAN. Really? It is solidly booked out. Really? That's how popular the GAN is. Yeah. And that one, that last one I was just said about the four days, three nights, $3,595. $3, They're great prices, Tony, and everyone who's been doing the GAN just is raving about it. And um, in actual fact, I'm going on next Friday on the one that's going to Clare Valley to test it out and come back and talk about it on radio with you. So... Uh, well, you so are, I can sit back, Tony, and relax, and have a couple of drinks, and uh, also get sport when I get into the Clare Valley. <laughs> oh when
0: you're when you're up there, call around and see uh, Don Farrell, Senator Don I, Farrell. He's I got a lovely love little winery I'll up make there. Make sure
1: he's supporting opening the barri- uh, the uh, borders too. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Speaking <laughs> of opening the borders, uh, Queensland is still open, and there yeah. are some uh, some great spots to go, especially getting out of Brisbane and heading up to far north Queensland.
1: Oh, absolutely, Tony. We've got some real packages there that are just fantastic. You know, we've got we've got one which is up. Port Douglas, which I love. That's yeah. my favorite up there. Yeah. Six nights at the Para- Paradise Links Resort, including a breakfast hamper, bottle of wine on arrival, yeah. two fifty dollars uh, spa credits uh, given to you, late checkout on the day you're leaving, full day out on the Quicksilver. Oh, it's uh, great. At the Outer Bay Reef with all the equipment yeah. thrown in yeah. and food as well on that trip, uh, Tony. That's uh, four hundred ninety nine, under five hundred dollars for six nights at Port Douglas. Uh, great airfares up to Cairns at the moment with either Virgin or Qantas direct flights out of Adelaide. So, you know you, do a, you know, you could do a great package and there's still time to get up before it gets too hot and too steamy. And another one we've got is four nights at the Pullman International Cairns um, with a city mountain view, uh, including a $50 food and beverage credit, a bottle of wine and welcome drink, transfers from the airport to the hotel and back, yeah. Tony, $509
0: per person. You I mean, can't. you can't stay home no. for that. You? But <laughs> it's I about right. You really can't. When you're up in Port Douglas, call around and see our old mate uh, Paul Macon. God love him. He's got uh, Fab <laughs> FM, the little uh, FM radio station, actually at the railway station up there oh, in Cairns. Phil, uh, you've, you've got a special guest in a moment or so. Chad Kerry. We'll have a talk yep. to him in just a tick. It's uh, smack on a quarter to two now. A great Australian rail journey is beyond magical. It's beyond exciting. And it's beyond memorable. A journey by rail is, well, it's beyond words. The 2022 season is available now with Journey Beyond and Phil Hoffman Travel for iconic rail journeys aboard the Ghan, Indian Pacific and Great Southern. Generous packages start from $1,665 per person, twin share. Contact Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au. Scrape your caravan, walker crash repairs, an RAA approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. And we're talking travel, uh, and the person to talk travel with in Adelaide is a man who's been doing it for 30 years. Phil, Phil Hoffman, the Managing Director of Phil Hoffman Travel. It's a uh, little after a quarter to two right now, 8223 0000 is that number if you've got a question for Phil. And Phil, we've got a special guest you're about to introduce us to.
1: Yeah, we have, uh, Tony. We've got uh, Chad Carey, co-founder of Chamu. And they have an interesting range of products, but one that I'm particularly interested is their flights to see the Southern Lights. Chad, welcome to the program. And tell us all about this uh, great flight out of Adelaide to uh, see the Southern Lights. Welcome. Thanks, gentlemen. Um, Yes, we're very excited about
2: this. We actually ran quite a few of these flights uh, over over this year, but uh, unfortunately not one out of Adelaide. So it's quite exciting for us to announce that uh, we are doing a trip on the 23rd of September next year. Uh, down to see the southern light. So, I'm sure many of your listeners will know of the northern lights, and and you know we're very aware that a lot of people travel up to places like Iceland and, and Canada to to see uh, see see the northern lights. Um, but people don't know about the southern lights so much, which are really just below it. Um, and the main reason why why people don't know so much about them. Uh, is because the main viewing area is really the Southern Ocean. There's no sort of land land points there where, where people can view it. I mean, in Adelaide, every now and then I understand that you sometimes can see them in Tasmania. They do regularly too, um, but to uh, to get uh, up close and right in the midst of them is what we do to, to fly down there. So, so yeah, it's
1: Chad, quite exciting. Chad how, how, Chad, how many hours flying out of Adelaide uh, to before you suddenly see the Southern Lights? You know, is it three, four hours that uh, we, we go down at the, in the evening? Well, it really depends on the activity. We really okay. pick the, the right time
2: of year to get it, you know, when it's, it's the most active. So it could literally, one of our Melbourne flights this year was about half an hour out of, um, uh, after takeoff that you actually started seeing the light. It could be up to three hours if it's, a, if it's a lower activity night. But what we do is we go down to the Royal Oval, which is this band when they're essentially almost always down there. Um, yep. so you know it, it, at the most it would take that long but it could be half an hour an hour so it, it could be still in the dinner service before you start seeing it
1: yeah and, Tad, and Chad what do we call the uh, the southern lights it's got a special name hasn't it we, which we, yeah so it's the Aurora Australis as opposed to the Aurora Borealis which is the right, northern okay. light okay. so okay. yeah now I, I saw some of your videos and photographs of stuff you did earlier this year out of Sydney and, and they were absolutely spectacular and I think you know very excited about us being able to do it out of Adelaide on the Dreamliner, uh, Chad. Yeah, it really is. It is
2: very exciting because, you know, when you see it from the land, obviously you've got cloud cover and things that can be an issue, which is which is not a, a problem in the aircraft. But you're also seeing it generally on the horizon. So you can just sort of get in a glimpse of it. But it's different when you're in an aircraft and you can essentially just follow the path of the auroras because these things are quite high, you know, at least 40 kilometres high. So the they're well above you, but at the same time because they 're so huge, they feel like that are all around you as well so yeah. it is quite magical
1: so so turn, uh, so chad uh, taking photographs uh, easy to do be able to do you know when you're in, on the dreamliner because it 's got those beautiful big windows haven't it? big square windows exactly and that 's why we use the dreamliner it's also we, we we have some
2: um, uh, special conditions that we 've got with Qantas to get those cabin lights right down as well which which you know dim everything to help us uh, help us get um the photos. Uh, it, it is it is something that's quite, and you know, it's low light photography, so it can be a little bit difficult. Um, yeah. You know, some people have the SLRs, and, and generally, it's about trying to, you know, people just have sort of short um, um, stands so that they can um, uh, uh, tripods, essentially, to, to try and put on their seat and get a bit of stability. But I actually found personally on my iPhone, I got my, the best photos because they have this amazing technology, stability technology now, and you can do the the time the time lapse and the, um, the sort of uh, the longer exposure. Photos. So, so yeah, I've got some amazing shots just off my iPhone.
1: Fantastic, Ted. This goes on the twenty third of September. What are, what are we looking at cost wise for uh, our listeners to uh, get a booking on this uh, beautiful uh, Dreamliner to go down and see the Southern Lights? Well, it's uh, it starts at twelve ninety five per
2: person. That's that's with a, a limited view seat. Uh, so uh, you don't actually have a window seat with that. So, that, but those people get to move around the aircraft. But with a window, uh, they yep. start at two thousand and ninety five per person uh
1: and uh yeah so it's 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 quite affordable uh, Chad, I've got to tell you, one of our clients uh, went into our Victor office and asked her, you know, do we go over the Antarctica? And we said, no, not that far down. <laughs> you know, we're just going uh, to be a couple of hours out to where we see it from uh, from, uh, from Adelaide. But she thought we were doing the whole trip down to Antarctica. I said, no, that's a, that's a completely different flight. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is, it is. Well, in fact, we, we sort of have this sort
2: of area that we can travel to and and the lower limit of that is just off the coast of Antarctica. But
1: even if yeah. we got to that, that far south, uh, you wouldn't see it anyway because it's dark. No, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Chad, that's fantastic. And um, and I believe that, uh, you know, we've got a, a special sort of uh, group, you know, uh, allowance for people to go from full-off and travel up to about October the 8th, and then that's open for General. But uh, we've always supported the Antarctica flights. They've always done well out of Adelaide. So I'm looking forward to... Um, you know, doing the Southern Lights with our clients because, as I said, I think it's the first out of Adelaide. We've not had it before. Every time I've seen your photographs, I've got very jealous that we haven't been able to do it in Adelaide now. So I'm really wrapped that uh, you've given us the opportunity. So I want to say thank you.
2: No, no problem. And looking forward to having some of your clients on board. And, and so I'm, I'm sure they'll have a great time. And it, it's something unique to do, especially in a time where there's so few travel uh, sort of options for, for most people.
1: Yeah, and I think Chad, the great thing about it for anybody listening, you know, they just have to come to the airport, have their ticket. We've already sold it. Get on. They don't need a passport, and they can get on and have a, a wonderful experience. How long total? Uh, Chad, is it roughly the flight with uh, everything included? Um, how long away from the Adelaide? All, all total, what, eight yeah, hours. So nine hours. It's 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 about yeah, it's about ten hours in,
2: in total. Um, okay. So, you know, it's, it's taken, it, it's, um, it's a domestic flight essentially, so you don't have to worry about, you know, you know, I mean, September next year, hopefully it's not an issue, but you don't have to worry about border closures and things like
1: that. Yeah. Essentially, you <laughs> haven't, haven't left <laughs> South Australia, um, yeah. but, but still, yeah. It's nice to hear. Chad, thanks for coming on and telling us about it. We'll certainly be talking about it, and um, we're getting a video that we're going to put up on our Facebook as well, so from your guys. So we'll be doing that. So, Chad, thanks for coming on and telling our listeners all about the trip to the southern lights to see the Aurora Australis. Thank you very much.
0: Thank it's uh, eight minutes to two. Phil uh, got a couple of uh, texts and emails here. This is from yep. uh, from Anton sending us a text. He says, um, "Have domestic airlines here eased restrictions yep. on the seven kilos carry-on baggage allowance?" He said, "Jetstar, he thinks, used to often weigh your bags before you actually got on board." but he sensed, having done a couple of domestic flights of recent times, that uh, all of the airlines have seemed to have backed off a bit from their seven-kilo carry-on baggage allowance. Uh, Charlie, feel- let,
1: let me make some inquiries on that. Um, I, yeah, I think they may have, and also I don't think many of the flights are full in most cases, right. many, at the moment, okay, yeah. so I think they're being a bit more obliging. But I must admit, I, I, we came out of Cairns one trip, and uh, Michael Keelan and myself, we'd been inspecting a ship Michael booked in on one side of the check-in and on the other side, he was over... Weight with his baggage got got fight or got you know had to pay uh, the difference and uh, I got away with it so so yeah they can be uh, funny with you but uh, I'll check it for the for next time I come on Radio next Tuesday Tony to only get a, a clear uh, what's happening with that at the moment but I think they're all being pretty liberal at the moment because the lack of numbers and they're trying to get people back in the air and certainly by looking at some of the airfares that are being thrown around at the moment they're certainly wanting more to, and and look. Tony, you know it's, it's, you know, it's been hard for the airlines trying yeah. to program yeah, yeah. out of this. And I think I told you that out of 365 days that um, Qantas flew in the, uh, in the uh, financial year for 21, uh, 330 were interrupted by, you know, borders closing on them yeah. at suddenly, you know. So it just messes there, you know, the whole arrangements of timetables and everything else, but that should improve in the future, Tony.
0: All right, Anton, so Phil, will follow it up for you. I'll be listening this uh, time next week. Julie, you're down at Marion at, uh, what have we got, yes. six minutes to two, and you've got a question yes. for Phil.
1: Yes, hello, Phil. Uh, hello, I, want to, I want to get to Jakarta. Yes. Now, what planes could I get from here, or do I have to go to Perth, Melbourne or Sydney. I think Sydney won with the uh, Jakarta with uh, Garuda, or you may, sorry, and you may be able to get Melbourne. What you need to do. Uh, if you want to ring our Victor Harbour office, they could tell you and show you the timetables, but there'd be not a great timetable at the moment until we get clearance, and that won't happen until post-Christmas, Marion. so you wouldn't mm. be able to get out there at the moment. But, but look, talk to our office people, and they always should be able to give you definite answers on that and what the itinerary yeah. would be. All right? Yeah. Or, or Singapore, you know, whichever. Or, yeah, well, you could, yeah, yeah, you could go by Singapore with Singapore Airlines, uh, out of Adelaide, and then down to Jakarta. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Marion. Thank you. Good luck
0: with the trip, Julie. Uh, Phil, uh, this is from Rebecca. She said, uh, uh, China Southern Air have got an office uh, down at the Adelaide Airport. Do they, in fact, still fly into the country? And what's the the story with China Southern Air and the Adelaide Airport?
1: They've stopped at the moment, Tony. I'm not sure they'll come back into Adelaide. They were doing the direct flights uh, out of China into Adelaide. Uh, good aircraft and everything else good service but at the moment they're not flying and I'm not sure Tony if they'll come back but it's another one I'll take on board to get the information from the airport authorities to see whether there's got any timetable dates or suggested dates they're coming back but certainly they're not flying at the moment Tony I haven't seen a China Southern in for the whole of the 18 months so oh really uh, yeah so I don't think we're going to see them back but I'd like them back because you know they ran some good services out of Adelaide I mean look Tony, one of the things that worries me is the longer we go, the harder it is to get airlines back into Adelaide. Yeah. And uh, and we need these airlines because it just gives our, our listeners such great uh, choice to uh, fly anywhere in the world. You know, when we had Qatar, Emirates, Singapore, Malaysia, uh, Cathay, uh, you know, great airlines, Tony, and we want them back.
0: Uh, from uh, Sharon sending us a text. Our text number is zero double four eight zero eight thirteen ninety five. Phil, um, if you're over 80... In Sharon's case, husband is 82. Will they have to be paying extra travel insurance? He has a few minor conditions, but uh, Sharon is wondering that is at, at 82, his husband is, will there be a kind of excess on uh, any travel insurance they might be there looking
1: generally, at? There generally is, Tony, uh, but we'll go and look at uh, the different uh, uh, suppliers on, on what they their rates are for when you get a certain age. And if you have got minor sort of, um, you know, carrying uh, sort of pre-existing, then we just get them checked out by the doctor saying what what is it so that we can then tell the insurance company and they'll give you whether there's a penalty rate or whatever. But uh, on the whole, Tony, you know, we've been able to look after our clients with insurance. Uh, It's tricky now as you get older uh, and certainly you've got to to make sure that you declare any pre-existing because what you don't want is taking out an insurance policy and then when you come back, you didn't declare something and it gets knocked back. And they do do a check out. You know, uh, my wife, Alison, uh, had a knee thing and, and uh, we had to cancel a whole cruise and trips over and everything else. Really? And they checked it out and they wanted to know whether it was pre-existing and it wasn't, Tony, um, and we were uh, cleared. But again, they don't muck around. They they do all the checks and, and check with your specialists and your doctors. So you'd better declare it up front so that we can get, you know, what the real case is and what the penalty is for covering you for pre-existing illnesses as well. But it's one of those things, Tony, with insurances, it's got to be top of mind in your budget for travelling. We say if you can't afford the insurance, you shouldn't travel. And both domestically and internationally, Tony, because some people think domestically I won't need it. But, Tony... Sometimes you go on a special fare domestically that's real cheap, but when you've got to come home in a hurry, you've got to come home on an economy airfare, and you could be five of you in the family all coming home because someone's broken a leg or done something and you want to get home. And then suddenly you're paying five economy fares instead of the cheap, you know, one. So I say to people, think of domestic, think of insurance both domestically and
0: internationally. Gwen, um, with a final question for the afternoon, Phil. Gwen says, uh, got a husband coming up 50, and uh, he loves to travel. Uh, she said he's kind of uh, uh, semi-retired in this day and age. Just wondering how uh, a Phil Hoffman travel gift voucher works, and would it be a suitable gift for a 50-year-old who loves oh, I- to travel?
1: Absolutely, Tony. Even a 75-year-old would take a gift voucher for travel. <laughs> but no, Tony, we can do something very special depending on what she wants to spend. You know, she can say, you know, it's 2000 it's 3000 it's 1500 it's 500 yeah. It doesn't matter. We'll do it up for her, for her present it to – uh, you know, she can present to her husband – and then he can use it whenever he wants to travel. When they both want to travel, they can come in and use it. A lot of companies do that, Tony. We do a lot of corporate uh, stuff like that where companies want to recognize someone doing you know, 15 oh, years, right. uh, yeah, 20 yeah. years. Yeah. And, and they say one of the things – and we see it all the time. One of the things people love, uh, Tony, is getting a voucher for travel because you know, it really is a great gift. And the other one do, we do – we have a registry for special events. So people can say, oh, it's uh, Tony Pilkington's 70th birthday – Uh, We've got the registry here. You can put donations in, you know, 10 cents, 20 cents at a time, Tony, and you get up to a dollar and then we can send you on the train up to Adelaide. Oh, (laughs)
0: great holiday. Good on you, Philip. Enjoy the rest of the day. We'll talk later on. Phil Hoffman from Phil Hoffman Travel. The website is simply pht.com.au and all of the information you need is readily available there. How would you like to see a little more of our state for a little less? Thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, you can stay at The Manor by house from just $85 per person twin share. This incredible offer includes a night's accommodation in the heart of Harndorf and a bottle of wine. With so many incredible packages like this across South Australia, what are you waiting for? Discover our state for a little less at pht.com.au. Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you.